0: Basically, if we allow ourselves to shift our perspective and find success for the small things, it builds that motivation, it starts to shift our identity very quickly, and it moves us forward to achieving the challenges that we really wanted to set out to achieve. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake and today's, what day is it today? Thursday, I'm starting to lose track. I was just talking about my little son having his first fever and this has meant that sleeping hours have gone completely out the window. I Struggle to remember which day it is, but I'm still on top of it, uh, and my my habit stacking of switching water for coffee has gone down the, the drain immensely this week, but we're still good. We're still in high spirits, and we've still got smiles on our faces, so that's all that really matters. Today, I'm very grateful for um, a few things. I have a presentation to do today um, on kind of this topic for this podcast, so presenting to a trading retreat. Um, all the trading psychology and mindset stuff that I love doing. So I'm very, very grateful to have that opportunity. I'm grateful to be given the, um, given the, I guess, trust from the people running that I know what I'm talking about to a certain degree. Um, I'm also very grateful for myself for kind of being a yes person in the sense of when I was first learning to trade, I really just jumped on a few opportunities, which have gotten me into where I am today. So our trading guru our lovely Teresa was um, sick for a little while over Christmas of last year and she said there just won't be a call unless anyone's willing to jump up and I just said yeah I put my hand up and I jumped in and I said I got no idea what I'm doing I'll, I'll give give it my best effort and share with people um, what I know so far from the teachings that she'd been teaching me and with that it led to more and more trust people obviously assuming the, people obviously liking uh, what they heard from me and with that getting more and more opportunities opening doors and leading me to the position I'm in now it's really it's just a journey and I find that the more you say yes to things the more you just put yourself out there the more you are open to failing the more you are open to being uncomfortable and just trying trying and you know failing forward the faster you grow and the more opportunities that come your way so today is a nice little reminder um, of the journey that I've had and I'm very grateful for that and grateful to be in this position that I'm in you know with this lovely podcast with people listening regularly um, every every morning we've got a nice group here and um yeah we're just constantly growing constantly sharing information and i am personally growing like no tomorrow since i started this and got consistent with it started to have that discipline i personally have been growing because i need to do my research and do the due diligence to the people listening to actually have some information and some new knowledge to share with people so that's put um some responsibility on me to push myself to learn extra and to go that extra mile but that's kind of what I need I've been learning a lot about um I don't know if anyone else's Facebook reels are filled with this but ADHD symptoms and stuff like that maybe it's because that's what I'm watching a lot Um and there's a lot of expression about uh, examples about how people with ADHD um, you know need to be responsible for someone else and they're obviously a hot yeah ADHD reels are a hot topic right now they're everywhere but i'm sitting there going i can relate so much to this and i've always been a bit of a character compared to my friends and family so the more and more i look at it, the more I'm like, i definitely have adhd so i'm kind of taking them um, with a grain of salt but i'm also using the information and i'm finding it's really you know the number one thing i talk about is understand yourself self-awareness learn who you are learn how you work and then you can learn to grow and develop that and even though it comes from you know obscure sources i do like to do research on top of it but Uh yeah, I take this information. I've connected with a few people, um, like going through a few of the reels, and I'm like, this makes so much sense. This is so how my brain works. I just thought that was normal. Um now I'm like, maybe I do have ADHD, but we'll uh we'll see how that goes down the road. There's no no doctor proof of it yet. Um anyway, that's my gratitude today. I went off on a bit of a tangent there, but chuck in the chats what you're grateful for. I've seen people grateful for for my whole house is healthy right now okay there we go I got that out yeah a bit of sickness going around like I said my little man's got fever and so it's really nice when people are back on healthy terms grateful for time with old friends last night oh that's lovely you know my story I'm obviously on the other side of the world to most of my old friends and so you know sometimes you do get a bit homesick sometimes you do get a little bit um jealous of Facebook and Instagram and all that sort of stuff popping up when they're hanging out and group chats that you can't really be a part of so um, the ability to have good time with old friends is incredible. And it's funny, sometimes when we're in situations where, you know, like when when I was in my twenties, I'd hang out with my friends every weekend almost religiously. There was no chance I wouldn't. And over time, you know, that j- shifts and that drifts and your situation changes. And so now that's something that I took for granted so quickly and so easily, I now personally um Obviously, I miss it and I would love to have that opportunity. And it's funny how we can find gratitude for the things that we used to take um, for granted. I'm grateful for travel and even more grateful for being home and getting back in the zone. Love it. Yeah. So you were just on the road, I believe. That's a nice little um, trip. Maybe you're having. I'm just going to one second. I've just got some background noise coming in here. So I'm just going to bear with me one second. Down so I don't get distracted. Okay. There we go. Sorry, I just had a bit of noise coming in from another channel. All right. So today we're going to talk um, a little bit about, well, this show is called The Success Shift, right? And I want to put a different perspective on things on how people see success because sometimes, and I'll go into this in a bit more depth, but sometimes the way we view success and the way we, I guess, self promote our achievements can have a huge impact on the longevity of our struggles and and longevity of our attempts at whatever we're we're trying. So I didn't put that very very eloquently. But basically, if we allow ourselves to shift our perspective and find success for the small things, it builds that motivation, it starts to shift our identity very quickly, and it moves us forward to achieving the challenges that we really wanted to set out to achieve. Okay, so this is kind of the concepts that I want to get across today. But on Tuesday, Tuesday, we're talking about time management. Okay, why are we talking about time management? Well, I think it's very important, and I say this a lot about trading, but if you're just showing up and doing just the one-hour live trading sessions and that is it, and you're hoping to become a great success in a very short amount of time, then the chances are it's very unlikely. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to happen because it does for some people, um, but I always say it's not about the time spent on the charts. It's about how fast you can unravel and un- and you know dive deep and learn yourself. Now, don't get me wrong, if you come and you just consistently consistency and di- discipline are a huge factor. So you come every single uh, morning, you trade on the live charts, you will grow and you will find changes. and you there's a very high chance you can have success. It's just the time frame that you're willing to do it. And unfortunately, with trading, a lot of people aren't willing to give it the time frame that it needs because we're losing money. and money is such a like a grasping resource for so many people that they don't have the capability of taking failure and failure and failure financially to learn the lessons so i always tell people if you want to make it to the level that you want in a faster amount of time you're going to have to put in the extra efforts you're going to have to go read the books you're going to have to jump on the podcast you're going to have to listen to people you're going to have to do your self journey dive within see what emotional triggers are happening within you see what things you can change see what subconscious paradigms you have to shift and if you do these things you will start to progress a lot faster because it's not about the time spent on the charts, but how quickly and deep you can dive into yourself and pull back the layers and learn the things you need to learn to become the trader that you want to be, have those characteristics and eventually have the success, right? So this is why time management is quite important because so many times people go, Oh yeah, but I don't have time. I don't have time to do that. And the the ironic thing is that, okay, you don't have time to do the extra work, which means that you're going to be struggling for longer. And, that over time is probably going to be harder for you to have success with because your time management skills aren't good enough to do the extra little bits here to do the extra hour to journal your trades to go back and analyze to objectively review objectively review your trades you know all these things are so important and the more of these things you can do outside of the one hour or two hours of live trading that you do the faster you're going to learn yourself and the faster you're going to grow and develop okay now Moving on to what I want to talk about today, redefining success. A lot of the time people go, I am happy with my success when I've got a million dollar trading account, right? Chuck some ones in the chat if that would make you happy when you get to that level of success. Yes, okay, right? And it'd be ridiculous if everyone said no because I think most of us here would be stoked when we had a million dollar trading account. But how many of you can find a financially happy i like that answer actually that's really good there's a lot of other things to happiness and so that's a very smart answer Amy. um but the point of this how many of you are happy when you make one percent on a five hundred dollar account and just to be clear let's that's, that's what like five bucks not many i don't see anyone's coming in right sadly no okay a yes, good. So if there is a yes, good. I prefer at least two. So my, my thing here is so much of the time we have this level where we're like, I'll be su- I'll be happy and this is what I call success. And I get it because you, we have these big objectives. We have, oh, we've got a one over here in the other chat, perfect. We have these big goals. We have these aspirations and that's great. Like honestly, having those those goals are incredible, but having the mindset of, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not making progress. You know, I don't feel... Like I'm growing until I get to this level is very very detrimental. Now I've been listening to a lot of uh, BJ Fogg lately. He is the author of um, Tiny Habits. He's a Stanford lecturer, I believe, in, uh, uh, on psychology. I think, and he talks about the concept, and I really love this concept, and I've used it for myself, especially at the start of this year, is to make your habits so small that it's ridiculous that you don't, um, that you can't do them. And we got to start building up that like pride in achievements that are very, very small as well, because what this does is this starts to shift our identity. Okay. And now for example, let's say you want to, let's say you want a six pack. I don't know. Fitness is always the best example, I think, because you can actually see it and so many people can relate to wanting to be fit. So let's say you want a six pack. You don't just go, all right, give me six months and I'll have a six pack, right? You have to go through changes. You have to go through certain steps and you don't just like the person I am today. Unfortunately, isn't the person that would have a six pack because I don't have the habits. I don't have the traits. I don't have the discipline. I don't have the mindset of someone who's going to do the things that result in a six pack. Okay. We have to think about this in the same as when we're trading, you have to change who you are, not because I want to be a completely different person not because i don't like who i am now but if the person you are today was capable of having a seven-figure trading account then you'd have a seven-figure trading account okay the thing is you don't that's why we're all here because we're trying to learn we're trying to grow so over time you need to slowly implement these habits and these characteristic things and i'm not saying you have to become a completely different person you can still be the same person but you're going to have added strengths added characteristics and added abilities that you've gained over time That turns you into this person who is capable of doing consistent, profitable trading, who is proud and happy with their baby steps, which will result in a seven-figure trading account. Okay? i spent a lot of time lately working to eliminate I'll be happy when and finding happiness in the process. This is the best thing you can possibly do. Okay? So, in the chat we just had, I've spent a lot of time lately working on eliminating I'll be happy when which is a, such a common phrase and finding happiness in the process. So loving the process and honestly, loving the failure of the process even stronger is your key to success. Because if you relate everything to um, your happiness and your success being when you get to this level, and I spoke about this a lot, often you'll get there, you'll have this dopamine, you'll be like, oh, hey, and then you'll like have a lull and you'll be like, okay, what now? That's not going to help you. We need to fall in love with the process. We need to be able to go, I'm so proud that today I jumped on and I didn't take a single trade. Like, fuck yes, Jake. Good on you. I'm making progress. Might not be financial progress, but it's a progress towards the characteristics of the person who is going to have the traits, who will eventually have a seven-figure account. And so we need to look at these at success coming from a completely different perspective. Okay? Rather than going, I'll be happy when, when I get this, then I'll do this. If then, you know, all these kind of, I guess, um, what's the word? I can't think of it right now, but all these sayings that have a, an aspect where it's reliant on something else are really detrimental and we have to find the ability to go, yeah, like I got on today and I listened to what I was going to say. I listened to myself. That is such success. We have to set this. The habits don't have to be huge. They don't have to compound and grow. They just have to like, this is, I think, um, BJ's main point is, you know, if you want to get a six pack, do two sit-ups every day. That's that's the the bar, right? There it is. Two sit-ups every day. That's your consistency. That's your discipline. Now, you can definitely go over and do 100 if you want. That's not a problem. But you don't go two and then a month later, okay, now I've got to do 10. And then a month later, now I've got to do 50. We don't raise the bar. We just keep the bar really low so that even on the shitty days, even when something happens, you know, even when, I don't know, God forbid someone falls sick, you're like, oh man, I've got no motivation because motivation goes in waves. It comes, it goes. You're motivated for certain things a lot more than you're motivated for other things. But what we need to do is find a hack where we can do the bare minimum, even when we have zero motivation. And that's by setting the bar low. So set the bar low and then be super proud that you overachieved. You know, two sit-ups, okay? Like for me, and I've used this this hack for myself, the start of this year, one kilometer run, 10 push-ups. That was my bar for every single day, discipline, consistency. And then I decided to do a hundred push-up challenge. So it's a hundred push-ups a day for a hundred days. I'm able to overachieve on my 10 push ups, but I feel so, so amazing when I do it. I'm like 20 push ups. Yeah, Jake, you're actually doing better than your bare, bare minimum. And it gives you this confidence. Your success for me was at 10 push ups. Yes, I did my bare minimum. Like I'm so proud of that. And then every push up I'm doing is more, it's extra. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm more than capable of doing more than 10 push ups now, but I still feel pride and joy when I do those extra bits. And so if we can just shift our mindset to going, not, oh, I, you know, I had a great week and I made 10%. Okay, now, I've, now I'm happy. But this week, doesn't matter what I made. I actually jumped on the charts. I only traded three trades max, as my trading plan says, for the entire week. One day I actually left. Like, I am crushing it on the things that will result in a seven-figure trading account. Forget the financial aspect. And I think this is one of the hardest things because with trading, obviously, we're here for finances. Like we, we came into trading because we found a way that can provide us with an endless amount of money from sitting at home and working very minimal amount of time. The whole goal to begin, the whole reason we all came here is for the finances. But in order, I believe, to get to that next level, we have to just fall in love with the process. As you, know, you were saying, fall in love with the ability to do the trading plan to a T the ability to not break your trading rules, the ability to be proud when you do the things you say you're going to do and you have that discipline and that willpower because these things, these characteristics, these will start to shift your identity to being a successful trader. And you don't have to be a successful trader. You don't have to have a seven-figure account to be a successful trader, but to have consistent growth over a period of time is a definite, definite explanation of a successful trader. And with that, a seven-figure trading account is almost inevitable if you know about compound interest. Okay, so does that make sense to people? I really think that so many times, I know I've been in this situation where I'm like, oh, you know, I've made 3 4% today, but my account's only $1,000. So like, this is never going to be a replacement for my job. Ugh, negativity, negativity, not looking at the, pro- the process. And what we need to do is we need to go It's not the finances that define our success. It's the ability to do the process and do it very well consistently and be proud of the steps we make in between. So you should set that bar extremely low and then overachieve every single day if you can. But even when you feel like shit, even when you're like, oh my God, this is the worst day on earth, you can still do the bare minimum and be proud of yourself that you've still got that That characteristic, that identity that like, I am someone who will do this day in, day out without failure. Having that as you're a part of your identity, having those consistent steps and those consistent bits of success boost your own ego, boost your self-esteem, they boost your feeling towards yourself to create the characteristics of of the person who identifies as someone who's disciplined, someone who's consistent, all these great things that come along, okay? Okay. And last thing I was going to say has just left my mind. (laughs) Chuck some ones in the chat, if that's making sense so far. Um, And if maybe you've been able to look at your situation and your trading, like I encourage you to go and look at your trading plan and go look at where you are in your trading journey. And am I doing the extra bits? Am I doing those extra little things, those journaling, the objective analysis? And if you're not, that's fine. But just, understand that those are the things that are going to get you that extra step and then go am i beating myself up for not doing these things or am i feeling like shit when i don't do xyz or alternatively how can i rearrange my focus maybe change a trading plan to go you know if i can just do this and this i'm going to be so proud of myself that is the bare minimum you know if i can just do one trade or if I can just do less than five trades, I don't know, over is a massive thing. So I'm going to try and use that example instead. If I can just do less than five trades, that is the bare minimum. That is all I have to do. Or less than three, whatever, wherever your zone is. Every single trading day, then I'm going to be so proud of myself. Doesn't matter what the results are. Doesn't matter if I'm taking three losses. But if I can just trade less than three times for a whole week, I'm going to be stoked. And then that for two weeks, whatever it is, set it as low as you can and just... Allow yourself to fall in love with that process and get super proud of being able to do the small things that will build up into the large account. I think it's Dr. Paul. What's his name? Dr. Paul something. There's a YouTube video of him giving a lecture, and he says you're only 13 trades away of becoming a successful trader. Because if you can consistently stick to your trading plan without any discrepancy for 13 trades, and now this is probably more intraday, you know, scalping. We take quite a lot of trades. But the point here is if you can do that without any deviation from your trading plan, then you start to form the habit and the identity and the characteristics of someone who can actually follow their trading plan. And once you're doing that without any change, success is just around the corner. Okay? So I hope that's made sense to some people. I hope you've been able to gather some information there. I hope you can sort of reassess the way you perceive success in trading especially and i mean this can be for anything any aspect you want to do in your life reassess how you see success that's a bit of a tongue twister but i'm sticking with it i like it reassess how you see success and then set the bar low and be proud every time you crush it and even if you're beating it every single day and i've had this so like when i first did this for almost 40 days straight i was like my bare minimum is ridiculous. Like I, I'm I'm always doing over, but then I hit a wall and my body got exhausted and I was like, the baby was crying and I was exhausted from sleep deprivation. And I was like, oh man, I do not feel like doing exercise. But what did I say to myself? I'm like, I'm so glad I only have to do 10 push push-ups and my 1K because that's actually not too bad. I can do that right now. Any more than that? No, but I can do the bare minimum today. And it was slow and it was sluggish and there was no pace behind it, but I did it. And then the next day I was like, I'm so proud that I actually still did it. Even then I felt like shit where usually after the, you know, 40 days, the motivation dies, the habits die down and I'm back to old Jake. But what did I do? No, I stuck with it. I pushed through and I was able to do the bit minimum. So it's been really helpful for me. Redefine, reassess how you see success. And hopefully you can allow yourself to be proud of the steps you're making and be proud of the baby steps and fall in love with the process. All right. Hope that's made sense. Trading calls happening right now. Um, So let's jump on over there to our traders. I will see you on the trading call. I'll be taking that with you today. Um, To the people listening on the podcast, I shall speak to you tomorrow. I love you all and speak to you soon. And don't forget, traders, read. Give yourself five minutes. Read your trading journals. Read your why's. Go through the process. Do it all, all right? And I will see you on the trading call. Bye.